0: (音楽) 4 HIL Rewind, the podcast that re-watches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And today we are talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 6, Among Us Hide, which originally aired on November
1: 3rd of 2015. And as usual, here's our IMDb summary. The stakes get higher as May and Hunter pursue Ward and Hydra. Colson thinks that ATCU could be uh, keeping a big secret I feel like I copied the wrong one that's why I stopped (laughs) I was wondering (laughs) hold please (laughs) like that's not I mean it kind of matches but not really Um. nope that's the IMDB summary (laughs) oh okay i'm gonna keep that in there (laughs) even though i think it should say war or mayhem bobby Mm -hmm. but the rest lines up (laughs) okay all right okay (laughs) just so you guys know listeners that's indb's failure not mine although maybe i should have read (laughs) it beforehand whatever so it makes for for better radio (laughs) yeah so I'm going to start us off without going into a um storyline. I want to talk about the title of this episode. Among Us Hide, dot dot dot. Is um the name of Fantastic Four, number 45, uh, back in 1965. Uh, which was the first appearance of the Inhumans. And the full title is Among Us Hide, dot dot dot. The Inhumans! All capital letters and scary. <gasps> So, yeah, if anyone knows about the Inhumans, it's like the first appearance of Black Bolt and Medusa and other Inhumans that I've tried to wipe from my mind because they were in that terrible TV show. (laughs) Which we'll see eventually. Yeah. Woo! You know, it's going to be so great when we get past that eight-episode series because it's literally, knock on wood, Knocking right here on my wooden shelf. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nothing has been worse than that so far in the MCU, and hopefully nothing will be worse than that ever. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even Iron Fist season one better than the Inhumans. All right. <laughs> but right now we'll talk about the Inhumans in Age of the Shield. Yay! Hey. All right. So for our first storyline. Daisy believes Banks, a member of the ATCU, is Lash. She, Mac and Hunter stake out stake Banks out. This leads to them to the ATCU facility, where they uncover a disturbing secret. <gasps> so we um start off with uh, Daisy's theory, that I literally said in that little summary. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was that, it again? One more time? That Banks is Lash. Banks that oh. uh the guy with the shaved head, who's mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rosalind's second in command. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she brings it to Colson, and Colson kind of thinks it might be valid, but don't push too hard because we're trying to work with the ATCU.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't mess with this thing, right? Because if it turns out that it's not him, then that'll really kind of screw with everything Colson's been trying. So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, Daisy uh proceeds to kind of turn the tables on Colson compared to what he's been saying to her thinking that Colson's getting a little too attached to Rosalind which is uh like a mirror of him saying the same thing about Lincoln in previous episodes that Daisy's too attached to Lincoln. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like that's more of a um her making a jab at him than anything else. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so uh Daisy goes to talk to Andrew about Lash. And um I feel like this might be a pl- I I feel like it's a little racist if in humans there is a race because um Andrew says he can't get a profile on in humans cuz they're all different. I'm like, yeah, they're they're all different people. Of mm-hmm. course. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be all be the same.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, he's normally getting profiles on humans who are also all different. Yeah. Um.
1: So I don't know why he's so surprised. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. the the new powers thing just kind of mess with people. But
1: uh, yeah. Then they should even be more different than the average human to the other humans. Not the. He's concerned that they can't make them all the same. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Andrew's a little curious about where, uh, Daisy is, or where Lincoln is, but Daisy doesn't know. Which, mysterious. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, they try to figure out, oh, I messed up. She thinks uh, that Lash might be in the ATCU. Mac is the one who figures out that it might be Banks, because Banks is the only one who knew their route.
0: Okay, that that makes sense. I, I, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't take uh, very good notes here, <laughs> so I was thinking... Like, uh, so, I couldn't remember either, but okay, I'm glad you remember.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Which is odd. Why is he the... Only one who
0: knows their route. Um, uh, operational security type of thing. I mean,
1: it I mean, uh, so one guy, you're, huh? So it's, it keeps it to one guy.
0: Maybe, yeah. I mean, he he knows the route, or he he he's the only one who knows the whole route. Maybe at some point, he. I, I have no idea how this actually works in real life, too. Right? Like, how does how does it work when they're moving? You know the president or someone else, right? Like there's, they they take different routes depending on what they're going to do. I have no idea how many people actually know it, but you're right. Why is it only a
1: single person? I have no idea. But it really helps out Shield when trying to figure out who Lash is. Apparently, uh huh. Yeah. Um. So when they're discussing this, they're going to make a stakeout, and Hunter shows up, and he is desperate to do anything anywhere. (laughs) Is he more focused on getting his mind off of Bobby, who we'll talk about in the later thing, or is he like just bored as hell?
0: I think he just wants to do something, right? He just, just do something for the sake of doing it. it. Um but yeah, I mean I'm sure a big part of that is getting his mind off of, you know, Bobby and Ward and all that stuff, but uh him as a person, he just he's he's a he's a doer. So um yeah. and Definitely not a thinker. He's, yeah exactly so and you know he's as, like you said he's he's not a thinker he doesn't do the smart move exactly he does the um immediate move so that's why he acts the way he does in this episode which <laughs> yeah. we'll see
1: you soon right now we'll go to the stakeout um we find out that through background checks and whatnot that uh banks was kicked out of the marines so, great to have him second in charge of a giant government facility. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he was part of an anti-alien task force after the Battle of New York. But after New York and before Inhumans, I mean, with exception of, you know, Dark Elves in England, were there mm-hmm. a lot of aliens to fight? <laughs> I was thinking the same
0: thing. Um, the, I mean, Maybe. Honestly, there might have been. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, there's so much that happens in the MCU. We only get a few things, right? I mean, you know, we've got uh, The Runaways as a TV show that has nothing to do with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which has nothing to do with anything in The Defenders. But yeah, I mean, you know, the things things can happen. There, there's a lot of crazy stuff in the MCU. But um, it, it can't be too much, right? Like, I'm sure maybe one of their first things was hunting down that giant, thing that was left over after thor the dark world
1: yeah the thing that should have been that episode after Mm -hmm. Thor: the dark world yeah i know yep yep (laughs) thanks (laughs) for bringing that up (laughs) you're still so bitter (laughs) i don't let things go that's what makes me a nerd (laughs) all right that's fair
0: (laughs) and then i don't know maybe one or two other alien related things but i got nothing
1: but yeah yeah i mean if they're good at their job we would never have found out about them anyway that's true. Yeah. Maybe they were good about their job, mm-hmm. better than Shield. Apparently, we found out about Shield's aliens. They invaded Earth because of what Shield was doing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they invaded <laughs> <Earth> multiple times. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. So yeah, they tail banks for a little bit, and they wait until he parks. They're trying to figure out what their next move is. So Hunter just gets out of the freaking van and ices him. <laughs> and drags him into the van. Like, smooth. Does not show any red flags. At all.
0: Yeah, yeah, none. I, he wore the bandana. His face was hidden. Yeah. He thought ahead.
1: <laughs> and they gave him a blood test by Hunter punching him in the nose. Because he's got yeah. a little bit of an anger issue. Yeah, j- just a bit. Um, I mean, I will
0: say that he had a. For the most part, it was a decent plan, right? It's a a lot more aggressive than normal shield plans for something like this, but.
1: Um, it was effective. They got results. It was effective. I don't think it was a decent plan. The, okay, I'll take your. I'll I'll take that. Yeah, mostly because, my big thing is. He was shot, he's alive, and as far as I know, as far as we know, S.H.I.E.L.D. is the only one with icers in the world.
0: Yeah, that's right, he used the icer, I forgot about that.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I'm sure icers will leave chemicals in the, in the blood. So. Because it's a tranquilizer. it's just like a super effective tranquilizer.
0: Yeah, so uh, now I'm trying to remember. Um, In season one, the icer was basically an invention that Fitz and Simmons made, too? I I don't remember if Simmons had a part in it.
1: Yeah, because she's bio and it's how it affects the biology.
0: Okay, but the the weapon itself, like, that had already been, like, the the stuff I thought had already been something in S.H.I.E.L.D.'s arsenal, but Fitz just made it more useful, right? He made it a handgun-sized, that kind of thing.
1: I think so now i want to look at the icer
0: so if what i'm saying is true then that's data that was in shield's archives which then was released to the public when uh the winter soldier happened and so now everyone has the plans for the icers
1: um yes it was originally the night night gun which is a big rifle that mm-hmm. Ward used in the first episode. Okay, yeah, and then I guess Fitz miniaturized it. All right, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I miss the night night gun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it makes sense, but I feel like it's a lot. If they're dealing with shield, it's- that's a big red flag that someone uses nicer on him. Oh yeah, uh huh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they get the blood sample by, um, by Hunter punching him, which, you know, that's probably a clean blood sample. Um, and they send it to, uh, to Simmons, which I didn't have a place to put this, but I just liked it where when we see Simmons, Simmons is psychoanalyzing Andrew just to get revenge for him psychoanalyzing her previously. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so she gets, she gets the stuff and then we go back to Mac and Hunter and, uh, Daisy. And <laughs> while they're doing this stuff, um, Hunter's holding, uh, Banks's phone and it, a text comes through and he freaks out like, I didn't do anything. It's just like, yeah, we know it's the phone. We get it. <laughs> Has he been so disconnected he doesn't have a phone? <laughs> I feel like that's not a very Hunter thing. Uh, no,
0: he's got to, I mean, he's just got to be on edge. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I, I'm i sure uh, Daisy and Mac are kind of pissed with him right now for the way he's been acting on this uh, stakeout. Uh-huh. So he, he just kind of wants to say, no, no, wasn't me. It's cool. It's all right.
1: I didn't screw this up. I just screwed all the other stuff up, but not this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He,
0: when when, you're, when your screw-up points are that high, you really don't want them to go higher. True. I've
1: been there with mm-hmm. my wife. Anyway. Same here. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um. So they get the text about endotex labs. And so they leave uh, Banks in the car, just in case he's Lash and wakes up and murderizes them. He leaves mm-hmm. him asleep in the car and goes to check out what this Endotext Labs is. Um, so they go in. They don't go in. They send their brand new dwarf in that Fitz doesn't think it's ready yet, but that's stupid because it's awesome. So I stole it, which is a great lazy <laughs> line.
0: <laughs> it is, but. I, I mean, it's a good thing that this thing worked perfectly. You know, out in the field. But um, why Why does Fitz not think it's ready? Oh, are there some bugs that maybe it'll randomly, like, crash? Does the invisibility not always work? Um,
1: you know, there could be a very good reason why Fitz says it's not ready. Yeah, I mean, it could be. But apparently it's just the microphone's not very good because they don't hear what's happening. <laughs> I, I guess. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, if that's it, then sure, I'll take it. That's Uh, during this time, uh, they find out that uh, Banks isn't inhuman, and then through the dwarf, they see that the ATCU is storing inhumans in little boxes. Uh, In
0: basically acting like the uh, a very very evil
1: organization. Yeah, kind of like it reminds me of um. Minority Report, actually, where they would oh, freeze yeah. all the potential <laughs> bad guys. Um yeah. and they find out that Phil's there, and he knows about it, and he hasn't punched her in the face and gone screaming out the door instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I feel like Daisy. Why Daisy's upset is because he's not, in her words, he's not tearing this place down.
0: Yeah, I- exactly. Like she's. I mean, so something I was thinking when watching this episode is that all the characters have basically stayed their characters, right? Like, And Daisy, in this, this case, you know, she, when we first met her, she was very much an activist and all this kind of stuff. And, well, now she's activist pro-Inhuman type of stuff, I guess, even mm-hmm. though it's less uh, public. But, um, yeah, I mean, so she's definitely not happy about that whole thing. Um, you know, at least we as the audience see that Coulson is not happy about this at all and uh yeah. he has some some yeah, we'll choice get into words that for the storyline but, but yeah yeah so but um uh he he does seem very accepting in this uh this view that Daisy's getting you know he he's just yeah. kind of looked like oh i see and ah uh, and that's where you you put them into a stasis and that's where they go all right and over here i see the fire escape sign that's good you <laughs> want to have that where everyone can see it Oh, what a tip-top facility you have here. Yeah,
1: Yeah, but this really shows Daisy's major character flaw, is she jumps to conclusions really quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they're all shocked and dismayed, and like, oh no, Colson, you betrayed us. Ah." And then they go back to base. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Lincoln and Daisy talk on the phone, because she has been talking to him, the son of a bitch, the whole time! Um, mostly just to talk and bond. And she's pretty honest about how long it would be to trace the call. So to make that phone call shorter and she could just lie and capture him. him Like in in real life where it's basically an instant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it really an instant?
0: So I looked this up again (laughs) because I've I've like looked it up multiple times, but I looked it up again yesterday uh, just to just to be sure. Um, if it's a landline, yes, it's instant. Uh, if it's a cell phone, it's like a couple of seconds, basically. Um, so a a cell phone is constantly sending a message back and forth to the nearest cell phone tower. So like the tower itself, even before, like you send a phone call, it already knows, like it has a general idea of where you are. So when it's trying to find someone like just based off of that, um, You know, it's it's kind of send a message, at least one, maybe more towers. I'm actually not too sure, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, and that's data on the side of the um, of the cell phone carrier, right? So, um, you know, if they just want to track this down, um, the cell phone carrier has that information, and. Like, they don't, they may ne- not need to even track it at that moment in time, you know, especially in this case for Lincoln. Uh, as long as Lincoln still has that cell phone, they can still find that signal some other time in place, you know, as long as, you know, they use
1: shield resources to hack into yeah. cell phone carriers' uh, systems. So Daisy is trying to get Lincoln. She's lying to him because he saw tracers on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Oh, that's good. Or the okay. conversation's yep. going like this. It's just like, Hi, hi, tracer, bye, and then hang up. Don't not enough time to trace it. Still, probably eh. need
0: to trace it. yeah, yeah. Even with that, just making the phone call to the person like is even enough to get enough data that you can mm-hmm. you can work pretty close to that. So, it's it's basically instant type of thing.
1: Well, that's good to know. You can get mm-hmm. your on Team Anyone but Lincoln.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or in real life, if you just want to pay. Um, $100 or so to one of those company that's a reseller of that information and you could just buy
1: it right now. Mm. I won't, yeah. but I could. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> after this phone call that Chiari traced and has operatives over to kill Lincoln, um, Andrew uh, comes up and asks about Lincoln again for what? nefarious reasons that we'll talk about <gasps> eventually because in the way we're doing this. We don't know what's happening yet. Ah! Ah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Are you good with uh, the Daisy storyline? Yeah, I'm all good there. All right. Then we'll move on to... Colson. Costly, costly... Colson, <laughs> uh, Colson and Rosalind. Colson uh, the Rosalind plan to go to the ATCU facility, but an emergency almost disrupts those plans. After investigating a break-in at Rosalind's house, she finally takes Colson to the facility, where he learns a disturbing secret. So, um Colson's picked up by Rosalind on the corner of the street like a uh a common hussy. Which, you know. <laughs> I never thought of Colson that way, but now I'll think of him that way all the time he's with Rosalind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um Yeah, so they're they're going to the um what we find out is the place where I already forgot what it's called, Endotech Slabs. He doesn't know that. But um, she gets a call about emergency and tells Coulson to get out and go back to his base. And he's like, "No, I'm staying here." And he's, he throws a fit like a small child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, starts um, whining, going, yep, "Yep, yep." And he starts holding his breath until she lets him stay, which she eventually does, so he doesn't pass out. And <laughs> <laughs> they find out that um. They go to to her house and find out that someone broke into their house. And as she's kind of talking to the police, he's trying to get a good idea of who she is as a person. And finds out she loves Margaret Thatcher and she likes new furniture and she has a signed baseball bat with a bunch of people who... I've heard of Mickey Mantle, but I don't know who the rest of them are because I'm not a baseball fan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's same here yeah yeah like mickey mail babe ruth and lou gehrig are the classic baseball players i right know and that's it mm-hmm. yeah um anyway uh, after a little bit of time she gets some dinner from them from phil's favorite place and uh phil has noticed that nothing has been stolen which is mysterious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, he, he confronts her about that whole thing, right? Hey, nothing's been stolen. That baseball bat over there is, I think he said, worth seven grand. You know, there's mm-hmm. multiple computers in her, her place. Um, this very much looks like a setup, like they're just stalling him. And it really does look like that to yeah. us. Um, I actually don't remember if we ever get any more information on this in the future of the season.
1: Yeah. But But definitely this episode, it does not get resolved.
0: Yeah, exactly. So assuming it doesn't get resolved ever. uh, I mean, it very much looks like Coulson is right. Like this is just a setup of, you know, Mm -hmm. to pause him, you know, to, to convince him not to go to the ATCU. Yeah. Especially because Rosalind showed up with his favorite food or the food from his favorite, fast food place
1: i guess yeah um which really just me. it It takes it'll take like 15 20 minutes to eat you could eat those burgers you didn't have to throw them away that was just rude yeah i was thinking the same thing in the car like, mm-hmm,
0: yeah. don't <laughs> know how I'm long of a <laughs> don't know how long of a drive it is to the atcu i mean they're probably you know can can eat on the way
1: yeah yeah this is this is up there with uh, promising tacos and not bringing tacos. <laughs> this is terrible cruel. <laughs> this is how you know Ro- Rosalyn's evil. She threw away the burgers. Well she's I, she's on the fence, right?
0: Yeah. I mean that I, I guess they could go either way cuz she brought the food but then threw it away. That's worse. So... <laughs> <sighs> That's true.
1: You wa- you wasted money and the food. <laughs> <laughs> that is true.
0: And you're just kind of torturing the person because you're like, "Hey, I actually brought the thing. Mm. Never mind.
1: At times like this, I realize we sh- I shouldn't record around dinner time because I'm starving. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all I want to do is talk about burgers for <laughs> another half an hour, so I think we'll move on. Okay, that sounds fair. <laughs> so um, grilled or fried or no <laughs> um they go to the facility. And we find out, we see what Daisy sees. We already talked about that they're putting him in jail. But now we get to hear what his reaction was. It's like, yep, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. But uh, Rosalind is looking for a cure to inhumanism. Which, again, kind of sounds a little racist to me. (laughs) Because that's just who they are. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I, I understand, you know, some people are going to want to cure, right? Some mm-hmm. people who will be changed and like, Hey, I don't want this at all. Like the guy in the previous episode who, um, had all those medical issues when he was near inhumans, yeah. definitely the sort of inhuman power you want to get rid of. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but then again, it sounds like they would also force people to go through this is kind of what it sounds like. They'd be yeah. forced to be remove their powers.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, we all know that the inhumans are discount to x men right no. huh <laughs> so the um the x men were as an allegory for racism, so I feel like this is kind of an allegory for racism, or I could take it that way, but that they're trying to cure them is make them not that race anymore, but
0: yeah, no I mean. You know, make them different, make them conform, all that kind of stuff yeah I mean that that makes sense, you know at a minimum, you could just apply that that exact you know this whole thing to someone else uh of a different race, and yeah it would it would still fit for the most part um except mm-hmm. for the part where they're blowing things up with their mind that that's where things kind of fall apart, but other than that,
1: <laughs> I mean it fell apart with the x men stuff too, yeah, yeah, that's true yeah. <laughs> um so uh Rosalind's looking for a cure uh, by putting them in a medically induced coma until they figure something out which we find out her motivation is there is because her husband died of cancer and she would have done the same thing to him let's put freeze him until they found a cure for cancer so yeah that's what they say never mind I'm not getting into that more conspiracy theories we talked about Flat Earth last episode we're good <laughs> okay all right that's fair yeah. <laughs> we don't need
0: to get into it <laughs> no
1: um so uh then we find out that uh phil kind of accuses her of the staging of the break-in so he has sympathy towards her and stuff like that that she wants him to like her and then she she reveals that she does want phil to like her Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And that's about it with the ATCU and Phil and all that stuff. Is there anything else you wanted to cover that I skipped over? No. <clears throat> ooh, ooh, sorry. <coughs> no, no. Your uh, mouth oh. says no, but <laughs> the phlegm in your throat says yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm good. Um, pretty much covered all that. I didn't have a ton of notes. Um, and as I look at all of my notes, they're pretty much all on... No, they are. All of my notes are for this next section. So
1: So, yeah, I'm good to move on. Alright, next section. Werner Von Strucker. Does he have a Von in his name, or do I just add that? (laughs) Every time. I feel like it should be a Von. I have no idea. Yeah. Let's go with Von. Why not? Yeah, I know it was a Baron Von Strucker, but everyone calls him just Strucker, like the kid Strucker in this. Mm -hmm. Anyway,
0: I think so. I think at some point in the episode, they li- they say his full name.
1: Okay, Werner von Strucker goes to an old family friend to help him hide from Ward's Hydra operation, but things don't go well for him because the ally he went to has a disturbing secret. Dun dun dun. <gasps> yep. So, um, like I said, he goes. Uh, Strucker goes to his dad's old friend Gideon Malik. who, um. Do you recognize him from previously in the MCU?
0: Yes. Now, he wasn't in an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. previously, right? Because I, I do recognize no. him from before when he was in the Avengers. But yeah, I, I was I trying mean, to remember he... if he showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or not.
1: No, he's, this is the first appearance of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But yeah, he okay. was on the World Security Council in the Avengers. Which Ooh. they haven't explicitly said, yeah, it's the same guy. But in my headcanon, he's definitely the same guy a high-ranking member of hydra security council ended up being hydra it, it fits uh-huh yeah i i agree yeah um he's played by a guy named powers booth which has like the most awesome first name and then a really weird last name it's not like max <laughs> powers <laughs> powers booth <laughs> who um the only real other nerdy thing that he's done, he was the voice of Gorilla G- Gorilla Grodd in the Justice League cartoon from oh. the late 90s or the 2000s. Yep. So, yeah, so, um, Werner asks him for, uh, for help, and he says, Yeah, I'll definitely help him. And then we cut to, uh, Ward and Kibo, who every time I say Kibo, I just imagine like one of the apes from Planet of the Apes. But it's not. It's this guy. <laughs> Terrible name. Was for that a, ca- a human character?
0: <laughs> was 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 that the name of
1: one of the apes? I don't think so, but it could be. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I. Who am I thinking of? Lots of tangents. Uh.
0: Hold on. Okay. All right. Well, now I'm curious because yeah. I haven't really watched those. I you've seen like hold all on. of those movies, right? Koba. Yeah,
1: I have. I love those movies. Oh, alright. Yeah, Koba is the villain in this second Plan Apes movie. Ah, okay. Who's a chimpanzee? Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um Koba sent out to uh capture um Von Strucker. Uh because he's either dead or he's captured or on the run. And if he's captured or on the run, he's a liability for Ward. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I figure, cause it's, it's not like this, but I think it would be better if Kibo walked out of the room and like 30 seconds later, he just walked back and <laughs> just like, yeah, <laughs> but he comes back with the, the phone, <laughs> the phone call from uh, Malik <laughs> and the, um, Malik gives him, uh, Strucker's location. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> and that—that's uh, literally it from this part because it's going to collide with other stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fun little section yeah. here. Woo-hoo. Yep. Um, so we'll go to, let me see. The last—well, I have one little bit at the end. So the last big section, mm-hmm. after Andrew is brought back to base. May recruits Bobby on a global, a globe-hopping mission to go after Ward. They do not find him, but they do take out his top lieutenant, and May finds, learns a disturbing secret. <gasps> yep. Um. So for someone who just blew up, Andrew looks really good. Yeah. Uh huh. I was like a hundred percent. Well, I wasn't because I've seen this before. But <laughs> you know, looking back, you're pretty sure Andrew's is dead. <laughs> But he's just oh, a little yeah. burnt. He's got a neck brace and he can talk, so. <laughs> yeah. He bad. was
0: inside of a building that blew up. Like that's <laughs> that's gonna mess you up normally.
1: Yeah, yeah. But apparently Phil had a, an agent covering him, like watching him and following him. So mm-hmm. he's had Von Strucker, that random hydro agent with the cell, or yeah, hydro agent with the cell phone, and a Shield agent tra- trapping him. For who knows how long, and he doesn't know <laughs> <laughs> these three guys always around him.
0: <laughs> One person, you you probably miss them. Mm-hmm. Two, okay, three, now you're just adding people and <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> e- eventually you're gonna recognize them.
1: Someone <laughs> <It's> getting excessive. <laughs> well, anyway, the shield agent gave him time to find cover from an exploding building that you're inside. Because that was not a small explosion No, no it was (laughs) not
0: It was an entire tank of gas
1: Yeah, and the windows Blew out and there was fire everywhere Uh huh
0: And probably an actual explosive Because gasoline is an explosive Right?
1: Mm, I don't believe it is (laughs) Alright, so so An
0: entire tank of gasoline And some form of explosive
1: Funny story (laughs) Random tangent, okay. but it's gasoline All related. Right. Okay. I'm at my friend's house. Uh, this is like right after I graduated high school, right?
0: Oh, okay. All we right. Were, I can see where this is going.
1: We were real into, um, we smoked a lot of hookah and stuff back then because it was the cool things you did in circa 2006. And um, we were around my friend's fire pit and he was trying to get his fire pit lit, trying to get lit, wouldn't catch, wouldn't catch. I think the wood was a little damp or something. So he gets this like, water bottle full of gasoline that he has for his uh, uh, um, for his lawnmower. And there's a little flame going, so he pours it on there. But the gasoline proceeds to jump into the water bottle as it's in his hand. And he's like, oh shit! And he catches his lawn on fire. <laughs> so we have to put that out really quickly. But it's just like that reaction. I'm just like, "Whoop!" right up into the water bottle. It's something I will never forget. And I don't let my friend live down, because I see him occasionally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good times. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, gasoline, not explosive, because his hand would be gone, but very flammable. Okay, alright. <laughs> that, that's how I know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, after they bring him in, May, not the happiest of campers. No. Oh. Um yeah she pretty much goes after hunter and um pushes him against the wall and say what the hell which she's probably been doing since they left the hydra base just like every <laughs> half an hour because they they've been together
0: that's right they, they um or or did they i mean she drove there on her own and mm-hmm. hunter just got there because he was in kibo's trunk so maybe she just left hunter
1: yeah, that's, that's definitely possible. And he just <laughs> took whatever hydrocar was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or an Uber. Whatever. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, so, Phil, like a good leader, takes Hunter off the assignment. But, like a bad leader, puts this emotionally compromised May on the assignment. Because we find out yeah. that May is back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's still May. So, yeah. you know... he. It- still still gonna be effective in the fight and i mean everyone wants ward dead oh um so we we skipped this um Mm -hmm. previously but it it fits here too um there was a point where uh kibo was talking to ward and um because ward was not happy that you know kibo let uh, hunter through and Kibo was like he he broke shield protocol he killed a man to get to you he wanted you dead that much and then Ward just responds with, "They all want me dead that much. Um, if yeah. if that many people want you dead that much, I feel like you should
1: rethink some priorities in life." <laughs> um, well, no, he has the right priority. He wants to kill them all. If they're all dead, I, they can't kill you.
0: <laughs> that is true. Uh huh. But um, yeah, so you know. It, Going back to what we were talking about, you know, emotionally compromised May, that kind of thing. Um, no, I mean, everyone wants him dead that much. So I, I feel like at this point, Coulson's just going down the line. All right, Hunter, you had your chance. And he was only at the top of the list because May was gone and Bobby was, was out. <laughs> Moving down the line. Oh, hey, May's back. She gets a turn. If she messes up, who's up next? Oh, Daisy. Why not? Let's throw her out there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Eventually, someone will get Ward. <laughs> we'll eventually get the Fitz and Simmons. I mean, I mean, Mac doesn't have anything personal against him other than like being friends with Bobby, but it's not super. he doesn't seem too torn up about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, he showed up after, yeah well- yeah, well, after may physically abuses Hunter, she goes to physically abuse Bobby <laughs> <laughs> um, she accuses Bobby of having um Hunter fight her battles for her, and then they fight, yay, well, kind of yay. <laughs> um. Yeah, and this is I mean, we suck at talking about fights So yeah, it's a cool fight She's <laughs> going to kill Bobby Because she's throwing around Like, yeah, it's a barbell without any weights on it But if they're the same as when I took weights in high school That's a 45 pound bar she's swinging around
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking the same thing Like, I, I mean, it's 45 pounds So it's going to be a little bit slower Than like, you know, a stick mm-hmm. So I guess she she's probably thinking that like, oh, if Bobby's actually fine, she'll be able to dodge all this. But if she's not fine, (laughs) she's just killed Bobby. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Or or seriously injured her at very least.
1: Mm -hmm. Knocked her out for like another few months or something. Yeah. But we know that May is going easy on Bobby because Bobby wins the fight and that wouldn't happen in real life. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. We find out it's a test and Bobby is on mission with May yay so mm-hmm. um hunter hunter tries to join the mission and it's a big no <laughs>
0: immediately no
1: yeah um it's actually it would suck if bobby died because hunter didn't tell her not to die and it would be like well he didn't tell me not to so i might as well it's more to show that he's pissed at bobby or thinks yeah, the that's true yet. that's
0: that's a uh, that's bickering lovers logic right there. Like, ah, he didn't tell me not to do this thing, so I'm gonna do it.
1: Yep. You didn't <laughs> tell all me all not there. to die. <laughs> yes, we have all of us. <laughs> uh uh-huh. Uh, so they fly to the Cayman Islands because uh, Von Strucker has a bank account there. And uh, like May turns to Bobby and goes, "How's your Mandarin?" And I paused it and looked up to see if they spoke Mandarin in, in um, the Cayman Islands because I was completely confused about that statement. But <laughs> it, it makes sense later. For the record, they speak English there because it was an English colony.
0: That's good to know. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In case you ever need to go open a bank account in the Cayman Islands. So um, May's ready to fight. Because they they use the kind of the ruse ruse that May is this rich Chinese lady and Bobby is her servant or her assistant or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when they um use the IDs, May's ready to fight. But the IDs work, so she doesn't have to fight. <sighs> so they go into the safety deposit box and they get is supposedly theirs and um they blow open every single safety deposit box and for some reason before the security gets there they think that's going to be fine no one's going to notice
0: worse than that they blow up all of the locks for the those uh boxes but they knew that they only needed box
1: number 38 <laughs> yeah couldn't they just <laughs> a, a little the a little miniature version of that explodey bomb that Colson uses in the original Iron Man
0: yeah, that that would probably have been useful. Maybe it would have gotten one or two around it, too. But yeah, uh, you
1: know, they probably could have gotten something a bit more targeted. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> so the security comes in and may again ready to fight, but Bobby talks them out of it, BSing a story about um, giving the manager his old job back, and that guy completely falls for it, being an excellent head of security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this totally almost worked. Yeah, like they—they
0: they yeah. probably could have actually like kept it going further and might have actually gotten away with it.
1: Yeah, if it wasn't for that one security card and that jumpy May. Uh, ah, yeah. right. <laughs> but yeah, they end up fighting, and uh, they win. Ooh. Three, all okay. So the Cayman Islands, which is like a resort for people who want to stay off. Like, government taxes stuff, right? Like, what uh-huh. they called? Tax tax havens or something like that?
0: Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm.
1: And they have all these uh, safety deposit boxes for people who are probably holding illegal or really expensive things. Mm-hmm. So they th- send three guys and no follow-up. <laughs> and no lockdown, apparently, because they don't show them trying to escape. That's it's true. So, so... May and Bobby beat
0: up the two security guards and the one guy. And mm. then they just walk out. That's it. Yeah. Oh, no, there's an alarm going off. We should evacuate, I guess, like everyone else. Just join the crowd. There's no cameras, nothing else on them. You're right.
1: Yeah. So, the Cayman Islands Bank, that's probably fictional. Not going bank there. This is not a good commercial for them. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, so they leave and they find out that Fitz finds out that Von Strucker is in Lisbon so they find uh-huh. Lisbon but
0: now they find this out because they, they were looking at a lot of uh, Von Strucker's ID or his his fake passports right uh-huh. and Fitz has to say his fake passports or his fake uh, IDs are a lot better than, uh, than the ones uh, Von Strucker had so yeah. Is this is that like just a normal thing for Fitz? Like that that must be a part of his job, right? Like one of those random skills you just sort of end up learning in his position? Like he, he's just had to make so many fake IDs and passports that at this point he's
1: just really good at it. Well you think for maybe um some countries, I know America being one of the richest countries, we're probably always updating the technology to scan passports and update our passports. And he's the tech guy who has to bypass that. So he has to keep oh, up that's with a good the, point. the cutting edge passport technology.
0: All right, so he's he's always having to to uh, stay up to date on that. That's
1: a good point. Okay, yeah. All right. So um, while on this fight, May calls out Bobby that she's gun shy, and she tells her to let Ward's attack on her and make her stronger, even though literally it made her much much weaker. <laughs> but I get what she's saying. <laughs> so um bobby and may uh find von strucker he's being um he's being tortured by kibo stab 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 and then a stab in the gut when he comes in are they just torturing him to be like mean or are they um trying to get information from him
0: that's what i was trying to figure out i i don't think there's any information they really need out of him so I think they were just torturing him to be evil
1: yeah so yeah they stab him in the gut and run away <laughs> where uh, May takes on like three or four Hydra agents which are super easy for her Uh huh. and Bobby takes on Kibo who's a much harder fight because Bobby's injured and Kibo has a name so it must be harder Mm -hmm. he's like a boss boss fight he's a boss well she ends up killing him using her electric uh batons killing him not killing her (laughs) also she uses her experience oh yeah experience well yeah because you get a certain amount of experience points you level up and that's Mm -hmm. why yeah
0: yeah and and she put that experience into the batons themselves so (laughs) yep that's, that's well, how she well, got the uh, electric upgrade. She yeah, used a bunch well, of experience you, points to buy when that.
1: You, when you level up, you can either use more spells, or if you're Pokemon, you learn more abilities. It happens. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your Pokemon moves. Anyway, she kills him, fries him, or I'm assuming he's dead. Last episode, someone blew up and he's not dead. So That's true. We have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Electro-Man, who is a supervillain. Or um, his name's not like yeah, just Electro. It's not Electro Man. I knew that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Electro, Jamie Fox, in the amazing um Spider Man Two. <laughs> and anyway, um, Von Strucker is apparently dying. Um, but he reveals to May this person he's never met before. Uh, that Andrew survived because he is Lash. <gasps> dun dun dun. Which you know is Lash fireproof. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I don't know, but he's basically quake proof and electric proof, and yeah. I guess bulletproof from what we've seen. So, so he would I, probably be fireproof.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he, he
0: could definitely take take quite a hit quite a walloping
1: yeah mm-hmm. all right and that's where we leave may and bobby's story is there anything else that we skipped over that you want to cover
0: uh no as far as that storyline goes i'm good so uh before moving on we need to take a quick break and talk about uh today's sponsor so everyone, uh, this episode is brought to you by Fitz's Fake ID Services. Um, so I, personally, used to have a guy for this type of thing, and it was always such a hassle. So I'm sure you all know the drill. You order a passport, and a week later they come back saying the price you agreed to has doubled. And then you pay it because you have to, otherwise you can't leave the country for whatever your reasons may be. <laughs> the The whole industry, it's horrible. It's just a it's a racket. So, well, Fitz's fake ID services is nothing like that. They take care of you from start to finish and they actually have some very reasonable rates. Uh, you can find them online at fitzthefakeidman.com. Use promo code MCU underscore rewind to get 10% off your first order.
1: Uh, you didn't do the fine print that if the NSA is listening, that has never happened. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Fine print. What Tony said. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Very nice. All right. <laughs> For our last little itty-bitty storyline. Fitz try, f- tries to help Simmons save Will. Later, he reveals the portal simulations have failed, but the audience sees that uh, Fitz has been researching Will, probably hoping to find disturbing secrets. And that's literally <laughs> it. I <don't>, that's literally <laughs> what happens. My notes to say Hunter. Oh, yeah. Hunter is against him saving Will because Hunter's a bad person and wills a yeah. competition. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. But Fitz is a nice guy. This is what he's doing. I mean, he that's why he joined Shield, right? To help
1: people. So, Also, you know. he loves Simmons and this guy literally kept him alive. He couldn't at least he pretended to to save him.
0: Yeah, exactly. At a minimum. Yeah. But
1: yeah. So, mm-hmm. And then we find out that um Fitz has failed in reopening the portal, which is fair because they don't mm-hmm. have a portal anymore. You kind of need that if you're going to reopen it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that Avalos, that obelisk is gone. They need something. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. And that's the end of the episode. Woohoo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So before we go, uh do you want I forgot how to talk <laughs> in the last yeah. few minutes of this episode. <laughs> uh do you want to uh rank the episode? or rate it.
0: Uh let's rate it instead of rating
1: okay. it. Yes. <laughs> we used to do that. That was that would be terrible. Let's recap the last 100 things we watched. <laughs> Plus.
0: Now, where in this list should it go? I'm
1: going to say 20. I, I was thinking 24. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: all right, All right. Um, anyway, uh, how, do- hmm? how many um in humans in boxes? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give this out of five? <laughs> uh
0: I'm I'm gonna give it a three.
1: Good. I was afraid you're going to cut it in half, and I'd be like, <laughs> like that's, that's 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 even worse. Oh, oh. <laughs> that uh, being how said, about you? I'll give it three and a half. No, <laughs> right. no, I agree. It's again it's a lot of setup, a lot of stuff happens, but <laughs> as we've seen it's not super memorable because we didn't remember most of it. <laughs> That's true.
0: Um yeah, no, I mean we we get a few things, you know, we yeah. this is the episode where we find out um who who Lash is. So, you know, finally mm-hmm. there. We get yeah, some we- more info about the ATCU. Um, but for the most part it was you know, kind of slow going. It wasn't, uh, didn't resolve much. It didn't add a lot to the story. It added some, but eh, not, not, yeah. not a lot. So,
1: yeah. I did like uh, Bobby's uh, storyline of like recovering and getting her self confidence back. Mm-hmm. But that's true. Yeah. Overall, it's not bad. We gave it more than I think two and a half is halfway, half a good episode. Yeah. So, this is like a, what, C plus.
0: Yeah, that's a, you know when you have to make so many episodes per year, you know, twenty two hours of TV show a year, you know mm-hmm. that that's that's good. not everything can be an A. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Wow.
0: All right, let's go ahead and close this out. So, uh, hey everyone, please join us next time when, when we will be talking about Agents of Shield season three, episode seven, Chaos Theory. Uh, this has been the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for uh, Agents of Shield season three, episode six, Among Us Hide. Um, Until next week, um, please follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And please, please, please give us five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts or whatever your favorite podcast app is, or both of them, or all of them, whatever you prefer. Uh, Until then, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off.
1: Have a marvelous day.